Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. the UK we came back to building our family this way but we approached the non-profits or the organizations or the agencies whatever term you want to use but at the time none of them were accepting any intended parent applications so we we kind of had to go alone this is probably one of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life has the biggest one of the biggest impacts on your life it's about making sure you you understand all of the choices and then making the best choice for you Hello and welcome listener. You are listening to My Surrogacy Journey, the podcast. This has been created and designed around you and your needs and desires related to surrogacy. I'm Michael, one of your hosts today. And I'm Wes, Michael's partner in crime, better half husband and the other daddy, as my daughter Tallulah calls me, who's four. Uh, In today's episode, we want to talk to you about surrogacy in the UK and the options available to you when considering either working with an organisation or choosing an independent route, which is uh, what we did. But you'll hear more about that later in the episode. So embarking on a surrogacy journey requires a ton of research, usually, sometimes laced, unfortunately, with with heartache, more than likely loss and, and sometimes resentment. But for for some, it starts very different and it can be a a real exciting journey. So some facts uh, from our research piece in partnership with the University of Kent and the amazing Dr. Kirsty Horsey. Love her. So since 2004, there have been 2,153 parental order applications made. 656 of those were for same-sex relationships and of 2,153... 902 of those related to UK surrogacy journeys. Now, that was well read, wasn't it? That was good. I'm impressed. And that is an exclusive, I believe, Wes. Thank you. So taking the decision on either part is not one to be taken lightly, especially because of the surrogacy laws in the UK and the fact that trust and friendship is uh, an absolutely important part. So in today's episode, we're going to talk to you about why people opt for a UK independent surrogacy journey and why others go down the route of an agency or an organisation. This episode is absolutely for you if you're at the start of your journey and you're building your knowledge. And if you're listening to this as a member of My Surrogacy Journey, logged into our members portal, then welcome. We're pleased to have you on board. So, as some of you might know, we have two children together. 
together through surrogacy. We do. We've got a little girl named Tallulah. She's four. Who is mental. She is absolutely bonkers. And we have a little boy who is... 20 well, months. 20 months called Duke. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> He's getting better. He's getting better. But we, we, we created our family with the help of an amazing surrogate named Caroline. And we had two separate egg donors. One which we know, who's the amazing Francesca. Shout out to Fran. And the other donor is anonymous. So that was the donor that was sourced through our clinic that we chose in Manchester. And I guess the reason why it's nice to talk to you about that and just frame that element of our journey is because we, through our lived experience, want to talk about a topic which is the whole independent route of surrogacy in the UK versus organisations or agencies. And that's essentially what uh, what we're going to be chatting to you about now. So why, tell us, Michael, why did we choose the independent route versus an agency? I think for when, when we were researching surrogacy, which was me, by the way. I was waiting for the royal we then. We explored all different uh, elements to where we were going to have our children and what that was going to look like. And the UK, we came back to building our family this way but we approached the non-profits or the organizations or the agencies whatever term you want to use at the time none of them were accepting any intended parent applications so we we kind of had to go alone didn't we we did we did and I think if we looked back on that now it was you know it was what was meant to happen for us but and I think it's a really interesting topic because we hear we're very obviously very current in in this kind of landscape and we hear lots of people and lots of people ask us these questions you know independent versus an agency and both Michael and I have very different views on this yeah I'm sure these will come up as part of this episode but we'll you know we can explore those but and I think you know it's about for me one of the biggest things and one of the biggest elements that I strive for within within what we do is about having balance and yeah. it's about everyone getting what they need out of it and saying that that doesn't exist out there or it can't exist but for us it's a real focus yeah and I think that's one of the when you're looking at your surrogacy journey and you're looking at do you choose an organization or do you do what we did and and, and almost no other option but to go down an independent route and we did that with our eyes wide open and we almost it was the best thing that we could have ever done because it, it taught us about surrogacy we, we made a ton of contacts we, we were able to share all of that now with other people but I think you're right what what almost needs resetting is the landscape of surrogacy I suppose and that's why we created what we've got now to for it to be more balanced I guess yeah, and I think it's, and I say this all of the time, and Michael's probably going to give me the look across the mic now, but, you know, when you are starting your journey and you don't know a lot about surrogacy generally, you kind of don't know what you don't know. So it's really important that you are signposted or get information from a source, whether that's an agency or an independent group, Facebook groups, wherever, you're given uh, all of the options to help you make the best informed decision that's right for you. Mm-hmm. One of the issues that I have with surrogacy generally in the UK is that, there's a kind of a landslide of information on one side of it, but it doesn't necessarily represent what the, the, the all of the options are. And people naturally assume that that's the way that surrogacy is in the UK. Well, I'm all about kind of making sure that everyone 
has all of the information to make the choice that's right for them. Now, once they have that information, if they choose a certain route, then they've made that fully knowing that that's the route for them. So let's talk about the options and the main surrogacy organisation or route. If you're in the UK and you want to explore UK surrogacy, if you were to go on the HFEA website, for example, they and the HFEA are, are the organisation that regulate fertility clinics in the UK. And a great source of some of that information, you know, in terms of yeah. really impartial, they're a government-run department. Uh, so they, they have a ton of really impartial information. And there you can go on that website and you can find out who those organisations are. Yeah. So if you go on the HFEA website, they will list Surrogacy UK, Brilliant Beginnings, COTS and My Surrogacy Journey. So they're the four organisations that will be signposted. And, and you choose that organisation based on what feels right for you. You would explore all of those organisations, look at what benefits or support they would potentially give you, look at the cost because that is also a major factor in there, but also, you know, what feels right for you. Michael and I, throughout our entire journey, have always done what feels right for us and that's our mantra and how we choose and move forward is about always what it feels right. But I know there, Michael, you talked about the, the agencies. How would you find out what the independent sector looks like? And the independent part is huge and it's unsupported and granted you've got support from other intended parents and 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 surrogates if you're a surrogate it can often feel quite a lonely isolated place it's often all on facebook in closed groups and some of those groups you know let's let's make no qualms of it some of them are a pretty mean (laughs) see this, this this is where this is where it starts now. So they can they can be quite mean. They can be quite intimidating. Some of the groups have particular dominant characters in there that that like to set the scene. And that and and as an intended parent or as a brand new surrogate entering in that community, it's it's terrifying. And and we've how many times Wes, do we speak to people and they're like, I've had to come out of that group because it was just. Uh, everything I said was shut down or my comments were removed. And that, that kind of, when you're on a anxiety-ridden journey anyway, it's, you know... There's, there's and you a... don't know where to start. And no. you, you think that this is the only place where you can get information. And look, like, like you know, this is... Let's paint a balanced picture here. You know, there are equally some really informative groups yeah. who are really good places where you can meet people who are like-minded, who want to help and support, and genuinely look at helping and support you. So there's always there is. two ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. But but ultimately, I have a real issue with, with some of the, you know, some of the groups in terms of... I just don't think it's fair. You know, I'm all about being fair. And some people may say, well, is that realistic? But absolutely, if you try to be fair, then why ultimately then you might you might find something like that. But for me, it's about having a safe space where intended parents who are often quite intimidated by the group itself can get the information they need in a really friendly way that's going to help them. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, you know, we've looked at some of the organizational options. We've looked at when we talk about the independent sector, we're we're referring to Facebook, usually closed groups that you can search for on Facebook and the options will all start flowing. Let's look at support from from those two parties. If you know, if we're if we're starting to draw a list of, of the differences. Yeah. So I think one of the one of the reasons, you know, when Michael and I went through our journey, we didn't again using that phrase, we didn't know what we didn't know. So we just kind of found our way through. We're quite tenacious as a couple. So we just kind of don't 
generally accept no as an answer so we just go out and get stuff and, and kind of non- bang, bang down doors to try and get the answers that we think we need but there's very little support out there there's very little spaces where there's credible information or there's conflicting information you know it's about trying to find reliable sources of information and you know finding places where you can find that and also understanding where support is available because there is lots of support out there but it doesn't necessarily just all sit in one place. So it's how do you find that support? And Michael and I, we found out that there was little pockets of support, but mm-hmm. you fell down through the gaps. So, you know, in an ideal world, you'd have a tailored support structure that gives you all of the support that you need all the way through your journey. Now, that is available with some of the organizations, but in others, there's only, again, pockets of information. Yeah. And, you know, if we rewind to why, how we found ourselves you know, working in this in fertility and, and within surrogacy was was because of that very point you know we we blogged about our journey to become dads through two dads uk and that kind of then built us to help more and more people navigate their way through surrogacy so i think having a managed solution and you know a practical and emotional support is is something that's high on the agenda you don't get that structure from the independent groups. You will get a ton of friends and you'll get some really experienced individuals that can help you. But you also get a lot of opinions. Yeah. And those opinions might not necessarily be accurate. So what I would say is, with a word of caution, is people's opinions and facts can sometimes be a little bit far apart. I think what, what you have to be really careful of is the amount of people that will give you medical and clinical advice in an independent setting or, or maybe even in, in an organizational setting where you're not qualified to to give that that's something to be really careful of and i think it's one of the reasons why having fran you know having a fertility nurse that can do consultations with our members is is, is high on the priority of why we do what we do absolutely and i think there's a lot of people who when they come into surrogacy and get exposed to fertility if you use a clinic to create your embryos and 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 do the transfer if you use it if you're not unfamiliar with that clinic setting and, and you're unfamiliar with the drugs and all of everything that comes with that having someone who's qualified there to help you navigate through those ask those questions is a really important bit of, of the journey i feel yeah so often when someone's faced with the beginning of their journey you you tend to make that decision on whether traditional surrogacy is for you or gestational surrogacy is the route that you want to go down so we chose gestational. Explain to the listener what gestational is. So gestational surrogacy is where the surrogate isn't biologically linked to the baby. Often it's uh, with donor eggs and the uh, surrogate is a host. So we'll carry and keep that baby safe for the intended parents throughout the duration of the journey. Oh, that's beautifully said, Wes. So you tried to put me on the spot. I tried there. to I tried to put him on. He, 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 he did good, didn't he? And... Statistically, there are less traditional surrogates in the UK. The independent groups, uh, again, have have a, a varied mix of both traditional surrogates and unintended parents that want a traditional journey, and you know they, that that exists in both organisational and uh, independent. Let's look at the law. Okay. Go now we're it. not going to go too crazy on this episode because there are going to be further episodes which focus 
purely on the law. But just a general overview. Now, this is something that we get asked quite a lot. You know, people understanding the law. There's a lot of misinformation about there. You know, surrogacy is perfectly legal in the UK. Let's just get that out there. But there are, you know, there are certain things that you need to work alongside of in in terms of the law because you know the law is very specific in the UK around surrogacy. Prior to to my surrogacy journey, we have always been an advocate of uh, people having independent legal advice. I I stand by that. I think it's a, a, an incredible um, journey to build your family in this way and you need to understand the law directly from a fertility and family lawyer. And why wouldn't you? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And this is these are some of the things that frustrate me when I hear people saying, look, you don't need a lawyer. I'll gig- I can get you a document that says you've had legal advice. Now, my view is if a clinic is saying that you need to have legal advice or it's best practice just to have legal, legal advice, advice, then just why wouldn't you, you know? I think it's really interesting. I remember one of our, it was particularly our lawyer, and she said to us, the people who are ended end up spending more money because it hasn't gone to plan are those people who didn't get independent legal advice in the first place. So it's a, I see it as a real investment. Why not go into this? Bearing in mind that this is probably one of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life, has the biggest one of the biggest impacts on your life. Why wouldn't you get the best type of information so that you are going to this with your eyes wide open, understanding the law and understanding how you what part you play within that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as you've touched on, the, the law is quite complex, which is why we stand by what we've just said. But the law is being reformed and there, there's obviously the independent side to that, which is the law commissioners. And then there's the all-party parliamentary group, the APPG, on the surrogacy law reform. And there's, that's like a, we don't want to bore the pants off you with that one, but that's a, a whole other episode. But, you know, surrogacy in the UK is completely altruistic. And so surrogates are reimbursed reasonable expenses to uh, to carry a child. Go one on. of the areas that I want to pick up on, I know this might be quite a contentious one, and, it, and it's something that we hear a lot about. I know what you're going to say without it, even... And it also, and you know, I've spoken to lots of IPs and this really fills them with a lot of anxiety. And it's this whole scenario where the surrogate is the person that picks the IPs like it's some kind of, you know, beauty pageant and IPs have to parade in front of... I'm painting this a very dramatic picture here. Some organisations, that that's how they operate. You know, it's all about social and building friendships. And that's, you know, that's fine because everyone, again, has a choice, you know. But but for us and the way we see see this in terms of, you know, particularly with my surrogacy journey, this is all about balance and it's about everyone, you know, having and getting what they need out of it and, and kind of those friendships and relationships can still build, but it isn't based on the fact that they have to do it in that way. Now, I know, Michael, we get lots of questions about this. Michael and I's view, you know, potentially differ on this. What's your view on this? <sighs> okay. I'll put you on the spot here. You have, you have. I, I've been in the thick of the community a little bit longer. And so I guess I've understood things a little bit differently. However, I agree that the more and more people we speak to, firstly, the more and more people that we speak to aren't on Facebook anymore or are coming off Facebook. So I think that model is having its day. It's a real growing trend, isn't it? Yeah. The more and more people we're speaking so to. So many people. And, and as well, millennials that are approaching needing either fertility treatment or LGBTQs that are turning to 
fertility treatment aren't on Facebook. It's just not their go-to social media platform. So I think the dynamic is changing, isn't it, in terms of what was typically very, very dominated by the Facebook groups is now we're seeing a real shift in how in how that's changing and i think that's going to continue to be like yeah, that i yeah, think i i agree and i think you know the other the other thing that you know not only the, the privacy factor you know some people aren't on facebook for a work reason and therefore you know networking in groups is is challenging and 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 those types of social events aren't their comfort zone but i think you know you, you you're right there's a lot of people out there that for them a social event in in a bar or a social club or or at an event just isn't for them and someone spoke to us very recently and and she i remember her saying you know my story is just not sad enough and i feel that i am competing with people who feel more worthy to have a surrogate and it makes i they then feel like they're being disingenuous to themselves or they're not being their true self at one of these events because they're they have to perform perform and i agree with you i'm i think if you're in a safe environment and you're getting to know a surrogate and the intended parents are building a, a relationship and and there's a there's a safe space to to do that why shouldn't you ask someone to to be your surrogate? You know, I don't think that's an offensive question. I think if you're meeting someone within a matter of minutes and you say, I think that's a bit weird. But why not build a relationship and have this as a two-way street where you can both go, yeah, do you know what? I think it'd be really cool if we we, we start talking more regularly about, you know, our hopes and dreams and, and see where that goes. I don't necessarily think it's a carte blanche do not ask a surrogate to ever be your surrogate because that's not cool no i agree i think we're all adults and let's all be respectful of each other's i think that 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 there's nothing wrong with that hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. 
let's look at this through a different lens now. So, you know, that the, the conversation we've been had, you know, it's a general overview, but it's been very much IP focused. Mm -hmm. Let's look at it through a lens of a surrogate. You know, so what's the, the, the differences between the independent route versus the agency? Yep. If, you, if you're a surrogate, if you're a brand new surrogate and you're looking to say, how do I know what's the best route for me? How do you think a surrogate would, would navigate that? I think if, if you're a brand new surrogate, I think from people that we've spoken to that I think having that support whether that's peer support or whether that's practical and emotional and professional support i think is going to be really important you know i think surrogacy is an incredible thing to do but it's also a huge decision and the impact on the wider you know partners and families is huge so i think having a structured be that a membership or or group of people around you that can help you i think is is a no brainer but then there are people that that maybe had easy pregnancies maybe uh, don't want the fuss and don't want the structure so for them having minimal fuss is 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 what they want to do and uh, therefore the independent groups might better and i think the other thing is i think a lot of maybe surrogates sometimes think that the ips are already paying for lots of other expense so you know organizational membership do they feel guilty for including that you know do they feel that you know you don't need this element you can do you can do that somewhere else for for cheaper i don't know it's it's one of the misconceptions that i think a lot of people have with understanding organizations and how their membership fees are structured yeah and i also think it's about understanding that there's a choice out there for everyone but you know i would say do your research on yeah. the organizations, understand them fully, understand the benefits that they offer and understand the support they give. Mm -hmm. And then once you've done that across all of them, then then look at what's right for you. You yeah. know, that's 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 my that's how I would advise a surrogate to to look at that. You know, as as you know, we, we run an agency for us. It's about making sure that we give equal balance to all of our members. So whether that's a surrogate and an egg donor or an set of intended parents, but it's about making sure that you feel fully supported and that you've had everything you need to enable you to have a really supported and structured journey. So if an agency isn't for you, then that's, and that that's totally fine. And you're, you're more aligned to the independent sector. But for me, it's about making sure you, you understand all of the choices and then making the best choice for you. Thank you for listening to mine and Wesley's story. It's, it's one that I feel like we, talk about a lot but i think there was elements of that that w were new and i hope that that's helpful to you if you're looking at an independent or an organizational led surrogacy journey it's definitely one of the topics that come up quite a lot so we're really passionate about including it within this series for us it's really important that people understand all of their options all of their choices and make a decision that's absolutely right for them so if you liked this episode and you want to check out the rest of the series, then you can head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or the My Surrogacy Journey members portal. Or you can go to our website, which is www.mysurrogacyjourney.com. I was going to do that one. Sorry. See you later. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.